closer to the destiny than ever. Let's start with the first close. And uh, could imagine this is Joseph here. My father loved me more than all the brothers. Joseph was at home, the favorite son, he chilled every day with spa and wellness, and the brothers had to work Super hard. A provision for Joseph, food for the brothers, and night work. And one day the brothers are coming home from work, they were super tired, and Joseph had a dream. He said, Guys, I hope your day was amazing. You didn't work too hard. You finally had an amazing day. You spun off marbles, chilled the babies, read the Bible, listened to worship music, and then God gave me an amazing. All 
all you. Who are you? The nobody is around you. Who are you when you're losing everything, your job, your position, even maybe your calling? And it seems you are in the nowhere. And the biggest test is always a mindset test. Who are you? And nobody is around anymore. It's not in your power anymore, not in your strength anymore. And here's an amazing story about the camel. One day a camel came to a valley. And the camel was very, very dirty. And the camel fell into that valley. And people came and said, okay, this camel fell into this valley. We cannot help them anymore. We have to bury the camel. They took some sand and put the sand into the valley. The camel said, what's going on? This sand and the camel shake off the sand. The next shovel, it shake off the sand. The next shovel, it shake off the sand. And all of a sudden, sand shaking off. Sand shaking off. And all of a sudden, the camel was out. And he walked away and said, Aha. People. be never strong again. I will never help you again. I will never have never ever money again. Shake that thought off. And here's an amazing quote and Jesus told in that trip. Because Christ lives in me, trial cannot stop me. People cannot break me. Money cannot buy me. Hatred cannot silence me. And demons cannot defeat me. Come on. You use this quote when you are facing a big situation. Shake it off, all your feelings. Shake it off, shake it off, because Christ is in me. And through a miracle, you will always find a way out of the pit. And here is the thing. Joseph's brothers, they thought the anointing is in the cloth. They thought if we take the cloth away, the anointing, the destiny, the favor of God is gone. Your anointing is never in a position. It's never a job. It's never a system. It's a person. His name is Jesus Christ. He lives in you. People can steal, rob, destroy. They cannot destroy. Jesus lives in you. That's why was not a big deal. Then, through a miracle, he came out of the pit. Through a miracle, he came to the Potiphar's house. And I want to read you two big Bible verses that you can see. The word favor. Favor and favor. Can you bring that up, right? Read it. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered. The Lord was with him. The Lord gave him success in everything he did. Found favor. Favor. The Lord prospered. You can see all these words. In the next slide. The Lord blessed the household of the Egyptians because of Joseph. Blessing of the Lord was on everything. The Lord blessing. Favor was with and of Joseph. Nobody can ever steal. Your calling and your 
says to me, the third truth is the green one. When Joseph came to the Potiphar's house, he was sold as a slave. That meant for him, I had a dream that one day my brothers will bow down, but the dream and the life right now seems the opposite. It seems 180 degrees the opposite direction, right? Sometimes in life, on your journey, it seems I'm in the wrong place. I'm in the wrong place. And Joseph had to learn to serve. Because serving is a very important attitude in the kingdom of the Bible says, when he heard his plea for help, he left his flock beside him and ran out of the house. The Bible says, Potiphar's wife was obsessed with Joseph. When he ran away for the second time, he lost And if I will have substitute, I can go all the levels and I will be able to He left that flock away again. And here's the thing. Don't always go into a shortcut. How do you know it's a shortcut? You feel it in your spirit. You know exactly if I do the shortcut. It's a shortcut, but a shortcut means it's a shortcut. Don't ever go for a shortcut because a shortcut is a shortcut means it's a shortcut. Don't ever run into a shortcut because a shortcut is a shortcut. Many, many years ago, I, I came to Zurich and I was Switzerland because the pastor said to me, I know you, I want to plant a church with you. And I used an amazing picture, I'm not smell of pictures, my favorite picture anyhow because many years ago, Around 16,000 people in that stadium. And here's the picture 
of the place I was supposed to preach. Big, right? Even if I preach this, all the doors are open around the room. I will be close to do my best thing than ever. <laughs> and while I was saying yes, God spoke to me. You will not go there. But why not? You are grumpy or what's the problem? I'm, I'm, I'm the man. God said, no, you will not go. You say no. I said, why? God said to me, before you preach in front of 1,000 people, you will not preach in anymore. You sit in the church and you build that church and you will not go there. It took me about three days to say no. Because I knew my church. This is for me the biggest opportunity ever. It is to me was like a shortcut. And I said, sorry, I'm not ready to come because my church is too small. God spoke to me 1,000 people. And God said, if your church is 1,000 people, then go and preach around the world. To make a long story short, I have to learn to serve God. And there is no shortcut. And after our church grew to 1,000 people, I said, God, we have 1,000 people. I'm ready for more than eight years. After church grew to 1,000 people, not one single church has invited me. Eight years. Do you know how long our eight years? Too long. Have you ever had this feeling? You were faithful like Joseph. You have been faithful instead of the blessing goes up, it seems it goes down. And the people said, where is God? God, I don't understand what, what you do. And I said it. God was testing me. And that rope is white. White means my life is based on the word of God. I am led by the Holy Spirit. It's not about my kingdom, my ministry, my dreams, my ambitions. My name is about His name. And that's why God is always a test in our life. And God is testing us so deep, so crazy. You know, what helped me was a very simple illustration, a cupcake illustration. And let's see this. That amazing man, an amazing hand, come on. You are right. I, there's a rumor going on. People said to me, you're the best cook bakery in Dubai. Cake base, right? But a cake base is not a cake, it's just a cake base. 
right? But you know what I'm talking about? Every good church thing has also some fruit on it. Right? Sometimes some fruit. The fruit means it's obedience. The word obedience. If I'm obedient, if I'm obedient, I as a part of the church becomes a flavor. There's no shelter, greater sound, and amazing fruit. Yes.
And I knew I learned that God's language, Lord's language is obedience. The second pass, hey pass, um, God spoke to me before I preach some clips. I want to announce something. Okay. It's all good. It's, it's good for you. What do you mean by that? So God spoke to me and said, hey, I will pay my own flight. I pay the hotel by myself. I eat by myself. I pay my own myself. And the honorarium, keep it. They said, are you sure? Yes. I am sure. Can I know? The Lord's language of God is obedience. And when I, while I was on the stage, I want to tell you a story. Why? What happens if you're obedient? In the message, I saw a lady in the balcony. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, Stop the message. I'm a good guy. I never stop a message. Stop the message. This lady had a sickness for more than 14 years. And she was for every doctor, every hospital calling on the team. And I stopped the message and I've never read it before. I said, I'm so sorry. That's my fault. God spoke to me. Could it be that you are more than 14 years sick and she said, yes. It came to the point that the back problem for 14 years, nothing could heal her. And I prayed for her and immediately God said to her, heal her. Immediately. Immediately. the favor of God, signs and miracles follow those people, they fall in love. That's why they follow me. If you are obedient, like Paul did, your destiny is always way bigger than the dream you have in your own life. It was like serving God. But then takes the prison test. You actually attend the test of life and shows us this is the test of power. And I thought, why was Joseph 13 years in the prison? He did nothing wrong. Instead of sleeping with Potiphar's wife, he was taken into the prison for 13 years. And I started the Bible to tell you, why was Joseph 13 years in the prison? Why are some people going four weeks or 10 weeks to run seasons? What could be one explanation? I don't read you a Bible verse, but I think it could be one reason because they took pills and they basically had a dream. And Joseph was able to explain to them the dream. And check out this Bible verse from Joseph. It says, Remember me. Be me. Mention me. Let me. For I, I am. And I, I love me, myself, and I, 
do the repeating? Check this out, right? It's crazy. I thought following God is not about me, myself, and I anymore. Even though God-given gifts and talents and abilities, it's never about me, myself, and I. Never. I think God seeks for 30 years to work me, myself, and I. Joseph said to Pharaoh, God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. God has shown Pharaoh what he is to do. It's about, about me anymore, not I, myself, and I. It's, I cannot explain to you. It's never about me. It's about God. And after the leaders changed, he came out and he was number two, number two in Egypt. And all of a sudden, 30 years later, he filled out the destiny. And here is an amazing word in the next uh, Bible. The king of the prison looked, what not to answer what he was under trying to press the Lord, but to Joseph and let him distribute the Lord. Thank you. 